and I'm excited for this year. We're going to step into what we're supposed to be standing on. <laughs> taking it this morning, and I'm not taking it as in, oh, it's mine. I'm taking it as in, oh, it's been mine for a long time and I haven't been taking it. It's a good year. There's grace for this this year. For all the years that you've stepped away from what you're called to, this year's your year. There's grace for it. So excited. Ah, so I'm the one that cries a lot when I teach. Get used to it. <laughs> I promise I'm funny and I'm not always serious. And I'm so serious about Jesus. I love Jesus. I wish I could be more serious about Jesus. How much of you are like, oh, I'm nothing compared to where I want to be. Ah, ah. One more of you, God. Just one more of you, God. I don't want to do any of this without you, Jesus. Be on display right now, Jesus. Mm. I'm going to say something that could turn people away from the church. I'm going to sing a song by Madonna. <laughs> and it's called, <laughs> Let's Get Physical. Physical. Is it Madonna? I don't really know. Is it? Who is it? Educate me. Wow, we've obviously gotten older people coming to our church now. <laughs> is it Olivia Newton-John? Hi! Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! All right, we're okay. Obviously a prophetic moment then. <laughs> we're okay. It's, um, it's been on my hat. Um, so for me, I don't consider myself the most gifted seer or anything um, prophetic in the room today at all, and I'm not saying that to pretend to be humble. I struggle sometimes with the, with the platform that Brad and Lisa have given to me here because I know the giftings in this house. But I'm standing in it today um, with full respect for the gifts and, and the sight in this room, and we need you. And I hope that you just hear what the Lord's speaking with me, and it'll be confirmation possibly with a lot of you, and maybe we can steward this together. But um, I just feel like I need to chat to the house about what we feel the Lord's got for this year. Is that cool? So what ha happens to me usually is a few days before New Year's, like I go on a buzz. It's like the tipping over. And I'm like, with my senses overload, just tapping into what the Lord's telling me is coming for the new year. Not like some super spiro thing. In fact, I wouldn't have identified it before. I'm just learning. He talks like I talk and... All my senses are actually quite bizarre, like I just thought I was normal. Okay, <laughs> um, so, and what I found was I was following, I'm sure a lot of you were, uh, some of the Bethel stuff, and one of the CEO of Bethel Music, his son, uh, suddenly was really sick um, with E. coli virus and went into hospital. So I'm, I'm tracking a few things, and I saw that. Um, and the Lord's just done a, a beautiful heart journey with me, and some of the heart journey last year was, I don't like to see the concerns of the world because I get too... Um, it's not that I get overwhelmed, like, God, what are you going to do? I get overwhelmed, like, I feel it too much, and I just don't want to do that. Like, I've gone through my own traumas. Why w Adding that to it just is just too much. So some part of me is very much a hiding person, or a, that's cool, <laughs> move away. But the other side of it is um, I'm not easily abused. Like, I can see a problem, but the Lord produces a compassion in me, and I'll pray into what I need to pray for, but I won't necessarily answer everyone's requests because I'm not supposed to be superwoman. Is that cool? So I've done a really interesting journey, and I'll continue it last year. But So here I am, and I see this little baby boy. 
going into hospital, he's two, and I'm like disturbed. Um, so of course, I'm I'm a mum. I'm I'm just hit nine months of son, nine months old. So I'm like, oh, it's hormones. It's I'm relating to it because it's as if it was my son. Blah blah blah. But it doesn't leave me, and I don't mean I'm panicked and I'm anxious about it. I'm disturbed. It's different. So I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just pray. So every day I just felt dedicating, and every time it came to my mind, I just lift them to the Lord, right? Intercession is part of our lives. Concerns we have, we just lift them over. We don't need to live in despair or in panic. We just hand it to the Lord, and we're looking for what he wants us to pray. So I'm looking for what he wants me to pray. And I'm finding I'm getting frustrated. Common emotion. <laughs> so I'm feeling frustrated. And I realize that nothing of what I would normally kind of push on each door to see what releases the prayer is working like tongues like <laughs> nothing's happening like I can't feel what normally happens when you're interceding and interceding as you're asked to by the Lord is that you you do it until it breaks right and it might be that you have to do it daily but you feel a break point and then you continue with what he's asked you to be faithful with and it's not like you sit there like I can't function until I mean there's a moment of can't function and, but it's like he tells you how to pray and I'm pushing different things, sort of testing out, is it this one? And just, you know, in, in language with the Lord, nothing, nothing was working. Um, New Year's Eve day comes and I wake up, like I'm waking up and then bursting into tears. Like that's how much it's on my mind. But I don't feel like my life's gone to a muck. It's not overwhelming me, but I'm overwhelmed. And now I'm going, okay, this is in my spirit. I'm, I'm being called to intercede for this kid, which the whole nation is. So who cares if I am? hey, these are the thoughts that go in our mind, right? Because everyone follows Bethel, so everyone's staying praying, and amazing people like Brooke, you know, Fraser Liggett or whatever, and, you know, all these big people are praying, so who, what matters if, if Rachel prays? <laughs> oh, God was really talking to me. Like, he was really stopping a lot of thoughts that go through my head on the value of my prayer. And, um, and so I'm there, and, now it's, now it's, and I'm, I'm aware, hey, this is um, New Year's Eve day. It's a Sunday morning, and I get up, and I'm like, oh, I'm crippled by this now, God. <sighs> and um, they had invited all the church leaders that know the song, um, You're the God of Miracles. Please sing it. We don't, we don't sing. We don't know it. I couldn't ask someone to suddenly learn it. It's fine. I didn't feel like we should be. Um, but I thought, I've got it on CD. I'll put it on. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm just going to dance. Okay, so when you hear the word dance, please don't picture Cara Chidlow. I don't have that. I used to dance. I lost it. All right. I might have rhythm, but I do not have chords. So, um, so when I say dance, it's my full expression before the Lord. That's all it is. So when you hear dance from an intercession place, unless you're gifted, that's all it is. It's an ex my full expression, my full, full physical expression before the Lord. It's what David did. I mean, he could have been an epic dancer. I'm sure he crumped. But like <laughs> David... David just danced, and when they actually, I looked through to try and find what does that mean, and it was like, it's traditional. He was just going around in circles, so I'm sure he didn't look amazing, you know? I mean, it was enough for what's-her-name to think he was an idiot. So it's just my full physical expression before the Lord. Seriously? And if this is so that you don't feel like an idiot, this is what I look like. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was sobbing. And I was like, I just got to get this out. What is it? You've assigned me something, and it needs to break through, and I will give everything I got for that, if that's what you need, because I can't function like this. And it felt like I pushed something, and then, you know, time's passing, I've got to get ready, and I was like, I've got to go have a shower, but it was like, I was still grieving in my weeping, but something was expressed in my physical action, right? 
got here, we did our, we did our, we had a real breakthrough time in our prayer that morning too. It was like, come on, something's got to shift. And I was like, I get it. I get it. He's asking us, he's saying, let's get physical about the spiritual. I get it. As in, we've all been taught, you know, physical acts, like prophetic physical acts, but it's like he's saying this year, you want to see me get physical about the spiritual? You want to see signs, wonders, and miracles? You need to be willing to get physical about the spiritual. And I was just like, man, that's a lot of um, ridiculous. And it's a lot of, thank goodness we're doing the heart journey because we need to pour out from our hearts. So we need to trust him in that place. But, and so our expression comes with a yieldedness and an alignment of our bodies, not a you're the boss and I'll just, it's like we're coming into alignment and agreement. There's a yes from us, you know. We've always said, you have control. I'll wait till you move me. But it's not. It's I'm um, giving myself into this. It's an alignment thing. Next morning, open my phone. Miracle happened. People have been worshiping over him in his in his in his actual hospital bed. So worship was really they were watching the miracle happen as people were singing in his hospital room, and he's progressed to pretty much they're just working on kidney um, kicking in, and he's walking and he shouldn't be walking. He's talking and he shouldn't be talking. Like incredible miracle unfolding before their eyes, kicking into the new year and just watching it happen because of worship and prayer corporately around the globe. But I feel like for me it was like there you go, Rach doesn't matter they never know it might not even be but he was talking to me about a lesson and I felt like when we came into that prayer time on New Year's Eve there was a breakthrough in that prayer time as well and I was like okay this is how we're supposed to be functioning for this year or else and this is where it gets a bit sticky if you've come here and you really love being part of paradox and you're enjoying the heart healing and you're loving the safety and being blessed I'm so so glad that's what we want we want you to feel familyed but if you don't understand that we're called to have authority in this region and you don't want to take responsibility for that, you're going to get whipped in the ass. I'm serious because it is not just intimacy, it's warfare. They go hand in hand. They are the same. Let's get physical. Let's get physical. Same thing. Same phrase. Woo. It's true. So I want to expand on this because I feel like this is the phrase we're going to hear and we're going to hear it a lot. We're going to hear, let's get physical about the spiritual and we're going to learn kind of out of that. But I also want to equip you. So this is how we, let's just say I stood right in front of you and I said, hey, Lizzie, the word for your year is let's get physical about the spiritual. What does someone do with that? How do we expand on that? What do we do with, like, when I hear that in my head, what do I do? So we're going to we're going to, I want you to sift it. I don't want you to think that I know everything. I want you to put that before the Lord and check if that sits right in your spirit. Because I get it wrong. I get it wrong. <laughs> it's okay. We're all allowed to get it wrong. I'm all right with it too. Um, but let's sift it. But this is what I do. I like to expand. I like to see the metaphor. I like to dig. And I like to see the treasures in a word. So it's one sentence. What can we get out of it? All right? Are you with me? All right, so I've already said signs, wonders, and miracles, because that's what I caught initially. So let's do it, right? Let's get physical. Is it a, it's an apostrophe S, isn't it? Letter. Lettuce. Lettuce. Eat physical. Do you know that it was the lettuce that was calling the E. coli, that caused the E. coli? Lettuce. Wow. Let's get. That's weird. That's not related. Guys, stop looking into that. <laughs> that's what you end up doing. You start looking into everything, hey? <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. So I felt like the Lord said, you're going to see signs, wonders, miracles, which we should be, right? We should be, as, as Jesus did, and more. Signs, wonders, and miracles, 
can I just, so that people don't think I'm being an idiot, and I'll touch on that in a minute, because it's quite easy to. Sounds on the Zoom, no, of course. Sorry, I am a bit of a slow rider. So he getting physical, yep. So we need to get physical. Over there. Yep. All right. So where where else have we seen? Let's say let's say um, I just want to explain that this is normal, as in uh, obviously a lot of people would know about prophetic acts. But if we look in scripture just quickly, so that you see signs, wonders, and miracles, we know that Jesus did a lot of healings. I was reading through a general list of all the healings. Oh man, if you're ever feeling a little bit dull, just Google all the healings Jesus did and then read them as a list. It makes you buzz. It's like, whoa, whoa. Like the list, I, can't, I giggled. I started laughing. It was just, uh, um, okay, that's me. So scriptures, but here's, here's what. We've got Mark 7, 33. Write it down if you need to. Mark 8, 23. John 9, verse 6. I'm going to do the John 9 one. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. From the Passion Translation. So if it actually makes sense, that's why. John 9, verse 6. 6 is the exact, but I'll, I'll explain. All right. I'll go from... Okay. I'm going to go from John 9, the beginning. It says, um, this is Jesus heals a man born blind, okay? Afterwards, as Jesus walked down the street, he noticed a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Teacher, whose sin caused this guy's blindness, his own or the sin of his parents? And Jesus answered, Neither. It happened to him so that you could watch him experience God's miracle. Don't you love confusing things like that? <sighs> while I am with you, it is daytime, and we must do the works of God who sent me while the light shines. Practical. I love Jesus. For there is coming a dark night when no one will be able to work. As long as I am with you, my life is the light that pierces the world's darkness. That should be our understanding too, yes? As long as Christ in us, we are the hope of the world. Christ in us, hope of the world. As long as I am with you, my life is the light and pierces the world's darkness. So that's our goal. Our life is the light. Verse 6. Then Jesus spat on the ground and made some clay with his saliva. Then he anointed the blind man's eyes with the clay, and he said to the blind man, Now go and wash the clay from your eyes in the ritual pool of Siloam. Okay, what did he do? He got physical about the spiritual. There's lots of things they say. Well, the firstborn, apparently, they believed at that time that their spit had healing powers, blah, blah, blah. I don't think I'll ever spit in someone's eyes unless Holy Spirit really tells me. But there's something that if, if I did something like that here, you'd all think I was a lunatic. There is something about what Jesus is willing to do is that my physical is going to come in partnership with what happens in the spiritual. And what I think we've done, the greatest sin of the Western world, is that we've put intellect above obedience. We really have. We've gone, I, I get this and I'm going to teach it. And I'm going to make sure that, I, that my life displays it, you know, with all these acts of what we think is obedience, but it's performance. And we've, we've lost the art of obeying the Holy Spirit. And people say, how do I do warfare? And I'm like, listen to the Holy Spirit. We've got all these tools, and they're great upon that. But unless your heart isn't aligned with Holy Spirit, which might call you that you need to have some repentance first, yeah? Unless we're, we're not in alignment with Holy Spirit, we can't do anything. We, we don't have power unless we have the power of Christ, the Holy Spirit, and His anointing in us, flowing through us. So we need to be so dependent on the Holy Spirit. And if that means that it's to spit on the ground, make some clay, and shove it in someone's eyes, then that's okay. Now I'm going to be aggravating people by, by saying... 
the rest of it because it makes us look like idiots. And I, I know that. I know that I know that every introvert or person who's been brought up believing that praising God looks like a solemn posture because it is from the heart and I get that. Then I'm the person that rubs them the wrong way because I'm saying be extroverted. I'm not saying being an idiot. I'm saying passion looks like something and I'm sorry, but he made us with physical beings, so we're actually wired to express it. It's actually our design. And if you've decided that your design means that you have to worship him in here, you've, dis- you've actually denied the design God's put for you. He's made you physical to express the spiritual through your being. He's made you physical for his glory, which means we should be worshiping with extravagant praise. And extravagant praise looks like something. If I said to you, I love my husband like this, do you think you'd get it? The Lord knows our every thought and so he knows our heart and he knows the heart that is behind that often when we're quiet and solemn and sometimes brokenness looks like stillness and that's okay. I'm not saying this exact posture means something and this exact posture doesn't but there are postures throughout the word that I'm hoping we'll go through in weeks to come. Clapping, kneeling, raising your hands, stomping your feet. We've done it for prayer. We're going to do it again because they have power in the agreement and the alignment of the physical. Yeah? So, I've got signs, wonders, and miracles, and in Scripture, ears and tongues, in Mark, he uses spit. In Mark 8, on the eyes, he uses spit. I love the spit thing. Is that Australian too? Can we do it? No. Um, all right. What else do we say? Say, what else do we say? What that phrase is? Let's get physical. Don't get, I can run with your thoughts. Just go for it. What is it? Yeah, okay, let me give you an example and you can see if you agree with me. Is that easier? Because that's kind of a broad question. So I'm having a conversation and it gets a bit confrontational and someone throws a punch. They've just said that. That just got physical. Yes? So what, what we would say that let's get physical actually means... Yeah. Fighting. Fighting. No, confrontation doesn't need to be physical. Definitely fighting. Um, so let's get physical in the song is like a weird concept, probably not the most holy concept, but there's holiness in some of that. Um, but we'll go to that. But I want to talk about fighting first because because a lot of people think that, well, we've stepped into an amazing season of learning about grace and I think we've forgotten about warfare. So I want to celebrate grace and the empowerment to love on him and to be in his arms. But I, w- I want to tap on the fact that this year is about spiritual warfare and they go together and it's okay and we're going to learn together and we're going to do it together and we're okay. And I'm only saying that as an invitation for you to get it, not because we have to do it. It's already happening. That's all. I'm, that's all. I'm, warfare has had a back seat, um, but doesn't mean it has stopped. I think Amy once, I was, I was, sorry, Luke, he knows these things, but I'm saying it publicly. I was interested. I had a friendship with a guy and I was wondering if I should go forward or not. And so I was just leaving it for a while. And Amy said to me, Rachel, relationships never stand still. If you do nothing, it goes backwards. If you do something, it either goes forwards or backwards, but they never stand still. And we are really good at doing nothing and assuming that nothing must be happening if we're doing nothing. Yeah? Yeah? Spiritual warfare is happening. We're in a fight. Jesus intercedes on our behalf. He's still fighting. He's overcome, but that's because he's got the authority. doesn't mean that the power is gone. Satan still has power, and until we walk in our authority, he still has the power. Does that make sense? 
So we need to be walking in our authority. We need to learn how to step into that. We need the tools. We need to lean into Holy Spirit. We need breakthrough. We need heart healing. The warfare has been happening most of the time in here between the ears, but it's regional, it's cultural, and we've just been called into a new position. We're getting physical about the spiritual. We're moving, transition, it's another one. We're moving, so movement. See how I'm starting to find things that come into it? Transition, I've been seeing 11 everywhere too, it's painful. So you're going to flow on this with me, all right? Slightly educational, but I'm just talking through what we're seeing. Um, so we need I'm, I'm not going to go into it in detail because it's a whole teaching, but I need to just invite you into the reality that if you're part of this community, there is spiritual warfare already happening. Some of you are experiencing it at home. Um, all of you will be experiencing it in your life whether you notice it or not because it's very common, it's very familiar. You don't always know that it's actually spiritual warfare. And a lot of our heartbrokenness partners in with it. And so all that sifting, all that discernment is necessary. Do you know, this is another factor I've been thinking about in discernment. So I'm someone who, when I'm talking and I can see things aren't going through, or if I walk into a situation that feels off, I get a funny taste in my mouth. So I'm like, oh, it tastes like metal, you know, it's sort of demonic stuff. Or it tastes like plastic, there's unbelief. There's just things that I sort of pick up. My skin crawls. When you get a fright, do you guys get like the prickly skin, hair goes up? Yeah. So we get a lot of physical responses to spiritual things, and yet we don't understand that our physical should be fighting a spiritual thing. It's like we're okay to receive a signal this way, but we're not okay to send a signal that way. Hey? We're like, oh, he's prepared me for something. Oh, I can feel it, I can feel it. Turtle, <laughs> you know? But, but instead it's like, oh, I've got a roar, I've got a voice, and it can be heard. I've got a weapon there, I've got tongues. I can stomp my feet, I can clap my hands, I can go, what? Like, use yourself in the moment. Hey, Eminem, I'm doing well today. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> everyone's like, is she holy? Um, I've said worse things. <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> um, mm. So... Does that make sense? It's just something that's gone in my brain suddenly because we've been sudden, we've been heightened, especially since Jennifer Vaz has come last year. A lot of people have gone, oh, or they've cried out for, or they've recognized, I have, a sp I have a gift of discernment. And they've gone a higher level of it and been like, whoa, what do I do with this? And it's so good. We're learning self-awareness. First tool, like biggest tool of spiritual war warfare is to have self-awareness. And it's the biggest tool of heart health whole <laughs> healing anyway. So self-awareness in general, <laughs> okay, self-awareness self-awareness end of sermon <laughs> no um so when we when 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 we're learning all that stuff we tend to go great and we still use it for self-protection yeah does that make sense like oh oh i can not talk to that person and i can make sure that we don't invite that one to tea and pray for that person quickly because they're ugly you know like it's all self-protection instead of oh there's a tool at hand to love that person really well to pray into that thing. Uh, a lot of what I pick up, I'm telling you now, 99% of what I pick up, I never communicate because it would cause confusion because it's a revelation that that person doesn't have and doesn't need to have. It's about prayer. It's really about prayer. And sometimes we're like, oh, I must confront that because it's bugging me. And it's not actually an offense between you two. It's a spiritual sight you've had and it doesn't require confrontation. It requires me getting my butt on the floor and I'm probably dealing with my own insecurities or my own fears because it exposes fear. So it's a lot of prayer in the secret place um, or wisdom on what to do and how to steward well. <sighs> but it's, it's, it's just dawned on me that if I can sense what's going on physically, what's going on in the spiritual, why am I not directing what's going on in the spirit physically? 
Like, isn't that what authority is, is when you come back at it, like, or when you just start it, like, prophetically declare a change. That's your word, but it's also your movement. So, movement. And so, I just feel like we're moving to this new property, and we're actually declaring something. So, if you're not willing, if you're new here, and you don't really like the idea of spiritual warfare, and you're like, I'm out, that's okay. Be out, because this will hurt you. It will hurt you unless you're going, I'm in. This is my place of authority. I want to learn everything I can. And we've got community. We're going to do this together. Good. Because that's our assignment. It is. And we're not going to deny an assignment out of comfort's sake. Yeah? Okay? Because we might find that if we don't fight this and we stay quiet, it, it might be peaceful for a while. But you know what it is? It's just called robbery. We're all sleeping and things are getting lost, taken. And I'm sick of robbery. Yep. All right, fight. What else is let's get physical? The most common, right, is intimacy. We're going to purify it. Yep, intimacy. Some of us are starting this journey. Intimacy, into me, you see. Um, some of us uh, wouldn't know what the heck I'm talking about. Other of us are on this journey and realize that we just want to be on it for the rest of our lives and we're only at the beginning. Intimacy. This is what you made me for. Never do this one without this one. But this is what I'm feeling. Let's get physical about the spiritual. Is I feel like there's going to be an increase of the tangible love of God. I feel like that same understanding where we go, well, I'm going to give myself physically into this. When we do love after marriage course, a few of us have done it. So when you do uh, marriage courses, and then, you know, you give your best and you pour in and Love After Marriage really clarified for Luke and I that it doesn't work unless both of you give 100%. You can't go, well, I'll do my 50 and you do your 50 and we're good. Like there's boundaries, there's communications, there's all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, true love is I'm going to give all of me in and you're going to give all of you in and and we'll work at it. And so the reality is Jesus gave all himself in. He did. We've got 100% from God. We've got unending, unfathomable, could not even scratch the surface of it love poured in for us and yet what we probably struggle with is we don't know how to even get get into that you know what I mean and I feel like the Lord's saying a hundred percent is when you get you you align yourself and he's like saying a tool here's here's a tip you give yourself in stop stop giving this the rulership of our relationship Give yourself in. Give, look like an idiot for me. Do the David after my heart for me. Like, go, I'm going to be a person who's on the floor sobbing or I'm going to, you know, skip. I'm going to dance. I'm going to do anything. And it doesn't matter what it looks like anymore. I want in. 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 I want all that you have for me. And even if this year is only the first drop, I want every drop after. And so I'll go all in just to get that one drop this year quote from Mike Bickle, God releases more of his power and presence according to the measure of our hunger for him. Hunger looks like something. I know Tobias is hungry because he goes, yum, 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 yum. That's what he does endlessly until I feed him. It's beautiful. I've taught him just to say yum, yum. And I know because sometimes I don't, I'm doing something else. And then he reminds me because he's a grazer. Hey, yum, yum. Can you feed him, babe? <laughs> There's some water. 
ってた。<笑> I'm sorry for people who've been hurt by spiritual things, who've been bruised by spiritual people, who've given you rules and regulations to find Jesus, who've made it religion, 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 and called it spiritual. It's not what it is, but some of the movements and some of the requirements look the same, and I can't change the Bible to make it more comfortable for you. But at the end of the day, it is your heart. I promise it is your heart. It's your heart before him in desperation. It's your heart pleading out. Not because he's not here and I wish he was. He is here, but it's an expression of God, align me to you. Let every part of me that hinders me from being more in your presence, more in your courtship, more in your hugs, break it open in me. Open my eyes, open my ears. Spit on me. <laughs> Seriously, spit on me. God, son of David, have mercy on me. There should be a cry, a cry, a cry. And if you think you've tasted it today and you've had enough, you're wrong. Because tomorrow you need more. You need more because we're always moving from glory to glory. There's always more. If you look at the thousands of people hungry and dying, there's always more. We have no idea what we're called for, and we just stop and cap it when we hit comfort because comfort's become the idol of today, and we've classed it as okay because he's the God of comfort. Why? Why do we worship comfort? It's just part of the parcel of his presence. Move on. Move on. Move in. I'm speaking to me. I'm speaking to me. I tell you what, I'm speaking to me. I'm a mum. I'm speaking to me. Give me chocolate. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm speaking to me, but because I'm frustrated. Do you, do you hear it? Do you hear it? Like, not, you guys, hurry up. I'm like, whoa, I'm standing in this with you. I'm, t I'm stepping in. I'm coming out of more than nine months of my hormones, and I'm saying it because I don't care because we're a modern church, going everywhere with having a kid. And it's so hard to have discernment. It's so hard to read stuff. Self-awareness, just it's so difficult. And I felt it tip back into normal. And I'm like, praise God. We need to move forward. We need to move forward. There's been, there's been numbness. There's been things in the way. And he's moving us into something. And now there's grace. Run in it. Don't say where you've been just because you're familiar with it now. Move. Move. It's a tipping point. This has changed. He's given it in a freaking gift here have this property like move with it don't stay where you are don't stay comfortable don't stay fearful those are not idols you need to worship any longer if you have been and please hear me say that with grace is that okay it's change time change is here to stay and it's a good thing because who we're called to be you have no idea and it's good it's powerful. It's full of authority. It's full of breakthrough. It's full of prayers answered that haven't been answered for years. It's here. It's come. And I know we've heard that every year. I, I can hear you. There's a grace, people. There's a grace this year. Let's get physical about the spiritual signs, wonders, and miracles. It's coming. So corporately, I feel like I felt like when we were giving this property, I felt like, oh, heck, I ain't standing on that ground unless we've discovered what we're going to do as a church to handle the authority that comes with this movement. So, yes, we're fasting in February, and we're going to love fasting in February. <laughs> I don't love fasting. I love what fasting does, okay? I do not find it easy. I hate it, but I love what fasting does. And so we're going we're gonna to fast in February because... Because it's a physical expression 
of what we want to see happen in our hearts and in the spirit. It's our agreement. Fasting for me, 100% is alignment. And alignment comes when we submit our emotional EPs and our physical bodies to the Lord. Just like worship, emotions and physical to the Lord. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Let's get physical, physical. Mm. All right, so prayer. I just felt like the Lord said, w- we've, done, we've done stewardship while the l- we've learned. We've done burning ones once a month. We're growing a worship team that, that hungers for intimacy first, and we'll figure the rest out. And we've become intercessors, and that word has become just the same as worshipers. People don't know what to do with it. It's so common, or it's given to someone else who's got the gift. But I felt the Lord asked this house to be an intercessory team. And I felt um, we need to be worshipers and intercessors. So I, I don't feel like we should be taking on anything big unless we're, we're in agreement and in alignment with that. Baby, are you all right? Okay. Do you need to feed him? Okay. Maybe mum or something. Just a little bit of playing or outdoors. Thanks. I'm a mum. First, first ministry. Okay. Thank you. So I feel like we're going to... Uh, an amazing team with our worship team with the intercessor team prayer team whatever you want to call it so what we're going to be looking into and just gently just with the grace of god the wind of god in it is we're going to come into a a setup with this new premises where prayer and worship happens morning noon and night every day don't get exhausted faces at me i'm in this too and i'm a mom we're going to figure it out we're going to do it gently but i'm not going on there and doing another thing unless there's prayer do you understand? Like, if we're going into a new level, then I want myself nice and low, and I want to be listening to what he's doing, and I want him to move through us, and I'm not going to stand and go, yay, this is a platform for us now. People are going to see us, and we're going to teach schools, and we're going to have influence, and like, he's, he's called us to listen and to release. He really has. He's called us to listen to release. If we're going to do warfare, we better be very strategic about it. And it starts with getting nice and low, keeping our hearts aligned, our spirits aligned. And so we're going to learn together. I'm with you in this. I'd have never done one before either. Yay. So exposing. We'll have trial and error moments. And we're going to learn how to do morning, noon, and night. I'm going to take some huge faith jumps to make that happen. We're going to take risks. Because that's what I tend to make everyone else do. So I'm going to do it too. We're going to, we're going to, but it's just, do you understand the concept behind that? It's like, don't, don't move into something because you've been given it and think, well, then we're good. It's like, come into it going, oh, well, I want to listen to you on what you want to do here. Like, we want to steward the gift really, really well. I think that's the best way I can put it. I want to steward this place really well. I, don't, I think that we've been given tools and, and equipping and blessing enough to step on there. I feel there's full favor. I don't think that we're inadequate, but I think we'd be stupid to think we know what we're doing when we're there. Is that Okay. Yeah, we're sons and we're daughters, so we get low and we listen. Not we're sons and we're daughters, so we run around and do whatever we want. Yeah, it's obedience in there the whole time. Full of fun. Wow, I, I know there's a lot of wounds on this thing. We're okay. I know, I know it's scary. I hope you hear me. I love my parents, but I hope you hear me, pastor's kid. This comes with a lot of freedom, Okay. Lots of pastors' kids get exhausted by the, their 20s and they run away from the church because performance. Wasn't, wasn't my parents in any way, but you feel it anyway. It's just what pastor kids feel. So from someone who understands a lot of that stuff, 
this is going to be good. Okay? Do you hear my heart in that? It's not that we're all slaves doing a job. It's that we're all running in our identities, doing our assignments, living in our authority, and most of all, doing it in community, which means this is the other part that I found. Let's get physical. I went to that. Who knows transitions the name of our gym? Yeah. Let's get physical can also mean fitness. Yep. What does fitness sometimes mean for some people? Discipline, strength, yeah. How does strength come? Resistance training. This is like, I know, like, all of us are like, no thanks. Me, me too, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fitness, pain, discipline, strength, determination. Here's my tip, because I know part of my life is, is even metaphorically, it's metaphorically a little ahead for me to understand stuff, and I gave birth, and now we're stepping into a new birthing of a season. I've done nine months of mothering, and let me tell you, it's the most glorious thing, as every mother would say, and it's incredibly mundane. Very mundane. Super unseen. Drives you mad. It's the kind of quietest form of torture that no one knows about. It brings out the ugliest of me. I love him. I don't want any other job in the world. I don't. He's the best thing ever. Drives me mad. Yes? Yeah? I've never been this strong in my life. I feel it. The sleepless nights, nine months of them, the constant needing to be fed, the demands, the need. I've never been this strong in my life. Resistance training is really good for us. It's really good for us. Super dependent on the Lord, listening in. Half the doubts that you used to have, you just don't have time for them anymore. Like, it's either this or this, we've got to move. Yes? Biggest tip as a mother, and we're birthing this baby. It's a lot easier if you have a friend. We're doing this together. All of this part, group fitness, people. Do not do this on your own. This, what we're called to on your own, isolation, postnatal depression, panic, fear, exhaustion, slipping into bad old patterns, yeah? Relational breakdown. We're doing this new season and we're doing it together. And by God, we better do it together. Life hubs are changing and adapting. It's really exciting, but I felt like let's get physical about the spiritual man. man cling to your friends. Cling in. Lean in a lot. Learn from each other a lot. Stay open. Stay honest. Stay in the light. Push each other. We should be a people of encouragement this year, if not any year, as we're learning how to read and discern better and do this together. Encouragement goes all the way. All the way. You're doing great. Wow, you did today so good. Good job. Because the one day is the day we're focusing on, and we did it good. Well done. We did today. We survived. The kid is still alive. Let's go to sleep for 10 minutes before he wakes up again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything's okay. I can get my one treat, my coffee. Cold. You know, like, it's, it's just what it is. Things get a lot simpler, and you just celebrate it. Like, that's really good. We start celebrating. Thankfulness is really, really useful suddenly. It's not just this, I should be thankful. Life's hard, but I should be thankful. It's like, thankfulness is the only thing that got me through today. 
Yeah? So there is grace. There is things to see. There's, a, there's part of our worship, our expression, our, even our lives. You're going to see it in your lives. There's going to be movement from jobs. There's going to be movement even from places where you live. There's going to be movement. And some of it's a fulfillment of things you've wanted and others is going to be a surprise to you. But there's movement because of what God is doing this year. And I, some of us will think, well, it's, I'm, not, I'm a faithful person. This feels weird or whatever. There's, there's reasons for movement that sometimes is just the st- strategy of the Lord. And we just got to move. We've got to yield to the process, go with, go with what he's doing. But there's, there's going um, to be tools, hopefully even our teaching, but there's going to be ways that we worship before that just isn't going to have the same fruit. Um, we're in our prayer time this morning, and I've been just coaching a couple of Sundays in a row, but we're, we're praying, and it just feels all really, like you're standing in the middle of an aero chocolate. Just like real bubbly. And I'm like, you know, hate it when it's like this one. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then, you know, because it's warfare, whether we like it or not. Yeah. So I can either go, I can't be bothered. And I've just lost the place that I've been called to. Or I can enter in and, and, and be obedient. So I'm trying. I'm like praying in tongues. I'm singing a note. I'm singing worship. I'm going, oh, I'm just letting a sound out because this is what it is. You give yourself physically into the process of alignment, right? And eventually I found myself going, oh, just because, you know, I like to move. And then I'm like, whatever. And then I'm here. And then I feel the glory. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, there he is. Okay. Okay, well, I'm staying here. No, I do not understand what happened. So if you're wanting an intellectual explanation, I have none. I'm like, I found him. I found him. I'm staying low. I'm staying low. I'm staying here until I know what to do. I'm staying here. We're going to know warfare when we yield physically. Yep. We got there. We had a break in the, in the prayer time. I was like, whoa, now I'm, now I'm there. And then suddenly I could see, oh, oh, I see, I see doors. All right, open gates, God. Open those doors. Open those doors. And so I'm just coming into agreement. Yes, God, bring that light in, bring that light in. And all we're doing is, oh, we need you, Holy Spirit. There we go. And then we, now we know what to cry out. But it came from being willing to be an, a real weirdo in the middle of the group over here, you know, fluffing the floor. You think I like looking like an idiot? It's not fun. It's not easy. I'm not an extrovert by nature. I love being a larrikin, but seriously, when it comes to the spirit, if, if it takes me being an idiot to find it, uh, there's nothing better. That moment of feeling the glory on my hands, I'll do anything for that. He's that beautiful. He's that good. We should just, I'm sorry if it feels awkward. I'm sorry it's a push over a cliff, but it just, it's you. It's you're pushing over you to find him. It's not him being separate from you and fussy. He's asking you to get over yourself. Yeah? (sighs) All right. So I think I've got it in its own sort of way because I go everywhere else. Uh, Oh, I wrote here, I see physical fruit. I see physical fruit from the heart journey. Some of you have just started on it and you've seen it. You're going to see it in your own heart and in your own substance before the Lord, in your own relationship. But you're going to start seeing physical like... um, you see yourself just responding easier, or you're going to see your, your physical form relaxed, or there'll be actual healing, like soul healing physically. You're going to see physical, physical response. From the discipline of pursuing heart healing, so there's an agreement, so you're going to see a physical response. But I also see it like some of you have been on the journey, and you're going to see it physically in your family. You're going to see it physically generationally. So you're going to see things change circumstantially. Does that make sense? 
So I just feel like there's been stewardship and you're going to see, and it's been private or it's been spiritual and you've kind of been in agreement and you've seen some of it, but you're going to see a greater fulfillment this year. It's going to be, it's going to be more. So I had that too. I had, I had the heart, the fruit of the heart becoming physical. Again, please assist this. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and then that other topic I wanted to hear for you to just go through is discernment and deliverance. Um, because deliverance, a manifestation, right? We love this topic. Um, deliverance is good and uh, is great. I love deliverance. He delivered me. Hallelujah. Again and again. Um, deliverance is a, f- is a physical manifestation often, like even when the spiritual deliverance happens and we all, I like it to be calm and not an issue, but even when Jesus prayed, some came out squealing, so let's just not go into that debate. All I'm saying is that there's a physical reality when the spiritual happens of deliverance, and then I chatted it before about discernment, how we get that physical reality when we sense things in the spirit, but what I'm wanting to do is do to, to, to direct that. Start becoming people with authority where we can direct physically, if it's what the spirit is leading us to be willing to physically direct something spiritually to start going i'm actually going to engage in my my journey with my lord my heart journey my intellectual journey it's good to know the word i'm going to start shooting my physical into this because he's asking us to get physical about the spiritual and it's part of how he's operated david did the man after his own heart lineage came out of him we need to start seeing that he's designed us he's designed us to give this as an offering He's designed us to use it as a tool, as a weapon. He's designed us with all of our might, with all of our extravagant praise, with all of our strength. He's designed us to give that over. Is that okay? How do we feel about that? A little bit like, and a little bit like, good. Because there's intimacy and there's warfare. So we're going to go, rah, and then we're going to, hug me, hug me, Jesus. I really, I love this church, and I love that we're all learning ones. I'm so in this with you, so don't, I don't think you do, but don't put any of us, Amy, Brad, myself, on a pedestal as knowing what we're doing. We're probably about two seconds ahead of you. (laughs) If um, we're just leaning in and we're running and we're telling you everything we're learning as we're going uh, with as much sifting as we can, with, with as much wisdom as we can, with as much accountability as we can, but we're learning ones, all of us, and this is new ground. This is a new day. Let's get physical, yeah. Let's let's start not caring about how we look anymore, and start making the actual physical is was designed to be a, an offering. This was designed to be a gift unto Jesus, and it was designed to be a sign and a wonder in warfare. It was meant to intimidate the en- enemy. This, it wasn't meant to be a target zone for him to get at me. It wasn't. This isn't meant to be a place where he has victories in the physical. This was meant to be the place where we have a weapon. Yeah? How many of you know in the soul journey the, the evidence of your wounds comes out in your physical? You, you, you're tired or you get an illness or your bones, you know, you get um, eczema or literally sick or, you know, the flu suddenly and it's not meant to be a place where the enemy has victory. It's where we're, sp- it's our weapon. It's, it's our banner. It's our glory we get to shove back in his face. You know? 
Yeah? So should we sing that song by Olivia? No, I'm joking. Let's, let's worship. Let's worship. Why don't you stand with me? Let's just pray. Let's, let's do it. Let's do a physical act to, f- to finish this morning. Let's worship. And let's worship with, yes, thank you, with whatever we have. Um, oh, was that me? No. Um, um, whatever that looks like to you, and I understand that for some of us, we'd like some more equipping on that, and, and I'm not asking you to go beyond what seems pure before the Lord. I, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to be an idiot. I'm just saying that um, let's love on him with our whole being, whatever that looks like today, because I'm telling you my extravagant tomorrow will look different to today, and I hope so. I hope he unravels me that much that that we see beauty we've never seen in how we give over our physical to the Lord and how we do that corporately and how we band together as an amazing army, as the bride in all her glory, in agreement finally with her groom, no longer wrestling. Let's do it.